Hello everyone and welcome to Down Under Paintball. We're now up to episode 4 and today we sit down with Hunter, captain of Perth Crisis. We're going to be taking a look at what it's like to play with a brand new team, having a big roster change up for Crisis this year. Also a bit of a look at an insight into what it's like to play with a team that don't get to train together very often. We're also going to get a little bit of a look into what the West Australian paintball scene's like and a little bit of a chat about what it's like to be a gladiator. <laughs> Alright, thanks everyone for tuning in. This is Down Under Paintball. Joined here with my special guest this week, Zach Hunter Kazerski. I want to say. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you did actually really well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did really well. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So where are you calling in from today? Um, so I'm just calling in from my beautifully comfy couch in Perth, WA. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. And my little dog's trying to like get my attention right now. So I've got to <laughs> have to play with him while we do this. Yeah, no, it's fine. As long as you're not playing with yourself. no definitely not uh so uh yeah we're here to talk some paintball so let's get all the way back to to where it all started where it began how did uh you get into the sport (laughs) it's just um one of those things like i went to a bucks party um it was actually actually just this indoor place that we used to have here in perth and so it was all just speedball and so we rocked out there and like I had a great time and then one of like the refs you know he kind of like just walked over to me and he said oh you know you should try out for our for our tournament side and i'm like what got tournaments for this and that's kind of where it all kicked off from there and went to like you know tawny training on their wednesday nights there and you know met a few people and then i um moved from there down to wasp and that's kind of where i met dan rambo and all those guys uh stevie um and all then they the started boys all, all the stk boys yeah um, so what what was that indoor field? That indoor field, fuck, what was that called? <laughs> Does it still exist or is it, no, is it no, long no. gone? No, it's long gone now. Oh, that was Dash. Sorry, Dash Paintball. Yeah, okay. Dash Paintball I, I, in, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so the one that we started out at was, um, oh, well, I can't remember the location. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's where we started. Then I went down there to uh, Wasp and sort of, you know, met all the boys and, um, then, yeah, we just started playing paintball together and then, um, we started STK like 2007, something like that. And, um, so yeah, played with the boys for a little while and then I jumped over to go play for kill switch for a bit. Um, and then we did a lot of touring around through Asia, just, um, yeah, playing a lot of paintball through Malaysia in particular. And then we started like doing a bit more like Singapore and Thailand um, as you know, it's like an international club for paintball through Asia. It's just freaking amazing playing out there. Um, and then, yeah, yeah you after guys that. Get, sorry? I was just going to say, you guys get the cheap flights. You're lucky on the on the West Coast. Yeah, on the West Coast, it's great. You know, we pay yeah. a couple hundred bucks in flights. Um, and it's, yeah, and the events are amazing. Like, the people over there are really nice. Um, yeah, it's, it, and obviously, you know, you're in another country, it's like all tropical and shit, and it's just so much fun, especially like when we were competing out on like Langkawi Island and everything, you know, there you are on a tropical island playing paintball, like it, it doesn't get much better than that. Um, so that was all with Kill Switch when you were travelling 
Throughout. Uh, yeah, so no, Kill Switch, we were more mainly doing Malaysia. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we didn't start really playing like World Cup and stuff like that until I formed Crisis. So played with Kill Switch to about 2012, I think, 2009 to 2012. And then that's when um, my mate Spooky and I, we decided to kind of like just start our own team. And uh, it was just me and him to begin with. Uh, the name was Under Suspicion. <laughs> And yep. uh, we kind of used to just, like, play a few three-man events. And we'd just rock up. We'd kind of, like, just get a randoms jump in with us and then, yeah, play these three-man events. And we're fairly successful, actually. So um, things started uh, building a little bit more momentum. We hooked up with the Dash Brats. Um, they were, like, a semi-pro kind of verging on the end of pro uh, over here in WA and just really young, hungry guys. Um, so they jumped in with us. And, yeah, we started just traveling around and just yeah that's where crisis all started yeah okay so so what was the the tournament scene like you know you were doing a lot of traveling through asia what was it like in perth at that time was there was there much on yeah yeah it was still pretty good in perth so you still had like super fives um i think mps had started by then no um so yeah we still had a fairly strong scene here but you know, nothing that rivals Asia, but it's just next level. Have you played out there? At Asia? Yeah, you've played plenty of Asia, haven't you? You've, you've yeah, played like... yeah, a World Cup a few times and a, and a few random events here and there, like the, the ones at Thailand. Um, mm. Yeah, I remember playing once on a on a big uh, army base in the middle of a field there. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so what sort of, uh, you know, were you playing any of the series in in asia or are you just picking up random events here and there no 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 so we competed in the mynpl which was the malaysia national paintball league when that was really yep. big i don't think it's around anymore um so the two big leagues were pals and mynpl um so we kind of just focused on the mynpl it's uh it's a lot to do both you know what i mean it's it's a lot of travel so you kind yep. of just got to pick one or the other so i think pals are still around now but they, they caught something else i think yeah it's definitely but, a lot of time off work traveling yeah. back and forth to another country every few weekends mm. <laughs> so what what sort of format was the like the my npl and and pals are they both five man or yeah uh yeah, okay. no we we first started out in my npl was seven men oh, um, old school. You got, yeah yeah well it is going back a little bit now yeah <laughs> yeah not that no no maybe not um but yeah so a bit of old school seven man um and then it kind of changed as everything else was kind of changing because you know seven man was kind of really big and then you know five man just took over yeah no it's definitely uh yeah seven man's definitely long gone it's it's a shame it used to be uh used to be tricky but it was always harder putting a team together when you had to try and get seven people on the field yeah, it's hard yeah. enough with five. I I think I prefer the five five on five format. Like for me, it was just too slow. Seven men, like you got, you really kind of get in there and you've got to you know shoot a lot of paint and try to get a couple G's up before you can really make any big moves. Um, I feel like with the five men, you can like get one kill off the break and then just make big moves. I think it's much more dynamic to watch. Yeah, definitely. Back in. The seven-man days, I remember they were 10-minute games and it was just a one-point game. So, And sometimes yeah. you'd, you'd go to time. So, yeah, definitely got that right. It, it, uh, the the five-man sped things up. 
Um, so, so you said you, so you, you do a bit of traveling around Asia. You've, you've launched Crisis. So where, where does, where's the next stop for Crisis? So what was your, what was your first well, event? So our oh, first event with Crisis was at a local tournament. Uh, they had at Wasp Paintball when they were um, back at the golf course. And, uh, and it was actually a really good showing. Everyone knew the Dash Brats. Everyone knew who Spook and I were. So they knew the team was going to be strong. Um, I think we placed second at the event. I think I can't oh, wow. remember exactly. Yeah, but pretty good for there, a first outing. It, yeah, it was really good for a first outing, and we kind of um, we kind of just had that expectation walking in, and you know, with every other event, like I suppose you need to as a pro player and as a pro team, you need to have that you know that focus that you're going to win the event, and so we were pretty pretty hard on ourselves the fact that we came second, <laughs> just beating ourselves up a bit about it. <laughs> which is ridiculous when you've, you know, just kind of just put it together. But they, yeah, they were good lads. But then, you know, as the, as it is with younger guys, as they get a little bit older, they find, you know, women, alcohol, cars, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they they kind of dropped off. And um, it wasn't long after that we actually went through went through a lot of kind of different variations of crisis, and the and the playing style has kind of changed a lot for us throughout the years and our adaptations and our evolutions. So now what you're seeing is basically <laughs> just all the New South Wales guys now, um, and yeah. I'm the only Perth guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we did have yeah. a time where it was just all Perth-based, but, you know, this current, uh, current form of crisis just uh, hasn't been all Perth for probably three or four years now. Yeah, it's it's uh it seems to be the way it, with a lot of teams now. There's uh, you, you know we saw the Eskimo brothers. You know they they're a bit of a, a team from all over the place. So it's not a uh, I think as long as the boys all, all stick together and play together and know each other, it's it's not that big of a of a deal to to all come from from the same area anymore. Yeah, and especially with the talent pool that you've got right now in the pro division, you're, you know, it's starting to get a lot more like a pro division in like you'd see in other sporting leagues. Um, so you're seeing a lot more of these players kind of being shifted and moved in between these different teams. And so everyone has to be open to the idea of not being able to train together all the time because you, you, you're pulling players from, like, you know, from New Zealand sometimes, or, you know, we're bringing imports from the US. We've got, like, guys coming in from Malaysia and stuff, and you just, you know, you're going to have one of those squads that's going to be competitive at that level. You're not going to – well, it's going to be hard to find one where you can all train together. Yeah, it's it's interesting you say that because when, when you do look at the US teams, they're, they're almost exactly the same. You know, there's guys from all over the – all over the country in the United States and even some from Canada and uh, and they're winning events. You just look yeah. at the Ironman, how many different um, guys were, you know, just won NXL on the, the weekend gone and the different, yeah, the, everyone's from all over the country. So I, I didn't really think about uh, the team like that. So that's, that's a really good point you bring up. So yeah, you guys are sort of proving that it's, it's, you don't, you don't have to train together to, to win. Well, we're not proving anything right now, mate. We came fourth yeah. as our first event oh. together, so we haven't proved shit. Yeah, only um, really uh, lost a, a couple of points. That's it. That's all it was. You guys are steamrolling uh, through the, the prelims. That, that, that's the worst, though, dude. Like When you've been steamrolling <laughs> through prelims and then you, you walk in, you lose both your finals matches, it's the most heartbreaking into a weekend. 
Yeah, it gives uh, plenty of fuel to the fire, though. I'm sure you guys have got a lot to think about and going to come well, back swinging next event. Ab- absolutely. We've, we've got a lot, of, lot to work through. You know, I've got a squad where we've got a lot of really talented players, but, you know, also everyone has their own ideas on how things should be done and everyone deserves to have their input and everyone wants to kind of have their say. And so we're trying to we're just trying to adapt the two cultures there's you know the crisis culture and the envious culture kind of coming in at equal strength so i'm i'm trying to look at it like that you know i don't want them to feel like oh no this is my team like this is this is our team and so we're, we're really just trying to figure out this culture and how how it's all going to work we know it can but um i think there's just going to be a few teething issues along the way oh definitely it's first year in the uh, as as this squad in the in the um, in the Super Seven, so it's yeah, there's always going to be um, you know there's there's going to be some hiccups here and there, but I'm I'm sure if anyone can work it out, it's you guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel confident that we can work through it as well, man. Hey, um, we, we've got some of the most experienced players on the squad. Uh, we've got so so much you know paintball intelligence as well as athleticism. I, I really. I really know we can just nail this down and, and really cause some havoc for people. We just we saw a glimpse of it at that first round. Um, if we can just, you know, find that consistency and find that rhythm and, um, you know, really sort of get those those little two percenters going for us, yeah, we'll, we should hopefully have a better showing next round. So with, uh, you know, you being based in WA and, and the rest, of, like you said, the rest of Crisis over in, in Sydney, does Crisis play events do you have like a, a, a hometown crisis team or anything like that or or no. you just sort of float in between no not not at all um yeah so basically i'll just jump in with squads whenever they want a hand and just try to you know help like other teams and try to develop them um rather than just kind of run my own squad at the moment so it's, for me, it's just a little bit easier because I've got – it's really difficult running a pro team and, you know, and that event. And, like, there's so much behind the scenes that like, no one really kind of gets. And it's uh, it takes a lot of time and effort. So really the local stuff, you know, like it's just kind of fallen by the wayside for me. Yeah, that as I – it was Michael said the last event that running a pro team is like herding cats. So – I sort of, <laughs> I get the feeling. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's super Absolutely. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go uh, ahead. No, I was going to say I, I will support local events whenever they come up, though. Like I'm really happy to get out to them, just not with a crisis team. Yeah. So, well, sticking uh, in the local events, what's the scene looking like at the moment in WA? Just for people that are, you know, we don't really see a lot of it on the east coast. What What does it look like? It's it's slow, man. You know, it's a difficult time for paintball. Um, we're we're getting more people into the sport. There's a really great team out here called Impure, and they they kind of re- remind me a lot of um, the Eskimo Brothers and the way they've got a program kind of set up where they've got like three teams now, and they're, they're building this kind of like yeah this this little empire, and and it's great because what they're doing with the players is they're putting on like little little training events kind of thing where everyone goes in, we're shooting seven BPS teams are kind of like drawn out of a hat or at random or however. And then they're out there just playing like these mini tournaments. And I think it's a great way to kind of build, um, build a sport over here. So it's, it is improving. It is improving, but yeah, we've got a long, long way to go. Yeah. So has it, 
like you say, it's improving. Was it, did it peak and, and sort of like fall off uh, recently or, or is it, has it always sort of been just no, not much happening? There's just always hasn't really been much happening for the last few years now. Like it's, um, how many teams you get to an event? You'd get maybe like six teams to an event, um, yeah, eight okay. teams if you're doing really well. Um, so, yeah, it's just getting harder and harder to get more people in. But it, it's a time where, you know, everyone's feeling a little bit financially unstable. We're really not sure what's going on. And so people are kind of just, you know, being a little bit more careful with their money. Yeah. And um, like if I remember right, you guys have a pretty good deal with the laws. Can you start playing quite young in Western Australia, can't you? Yeah, I think it's 12. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a, that's a shame. It's, uh, you know... We, over in Sydney or in New South Wales, sorry, rather we uh we, we fought hard to get the the twelve twelve year old to play. You think that uh, the the talent pool and the amount of people that can actually play the game would be huge? Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, you've got other products that have come out now, like gel blasters, where kids just love them. They just think they're so great. Um, so that that kind of I suppose you could look at it two different ways. It could be kind of like cutting your teeth on the whole sports shooting um, scene and then walking into paintball from there. But, you know, you probably also could look at it the way that it's taking those kids out away from paintball and giving them, you know, something else to do. Yeah, and it's probably a little bit well, – job, job blaster seems a bit cheaper, I think. You can, you can get all that stuff <laughs> Yeah, you're cheap. not wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's not as fun. Definitely not as fun as paintball. No, nowhere near as much fun. So uh, – Going back a little bit, you know, when you said you, you started playing with the, the Dash Brats and Spooky and stuff like that, are any of those guys still around in the sport? No, no, not really. Oh, Shorty. Um, yeah, he's still around, actually. I played paintball with him just uh, the other weekend. Um, so, yeah, he's still around, but he's not serious. Like, none of these guys are really serious anymore. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, and the other guys kind of just dropped off, yeah. I do remember when I was over a few years ago in Western Australia playing that it seemed like the woods ball scene was, was quite big there. Is that, is that still something that's happening over in WA? Yeah, that's, that's a fair call. Actually, the bush ball scene does seem to be fairly strong. Um, I mean, I don't really know cause I don't spend that much time with those guys. So, but you see, you see a heap of them out there and their little battle gear and their camos and paint grenades and shit. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was over there, the guys were talking about having like initiations that they used to have overnight games where you'd have to camp out and you'd have to storm the camp and stuff. And if you could do it, then you made the team and all these crazy things. That, it does sound yeah, pretty cool. Though. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's all right, I guess. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> it does beat, does beat speedball. Yeah. Uh, look, I've, I've played a bit of it. Um, I just find it a bit boring, man. Hey, you know, I've got to walk for ages and then find someone, <laughs> and then, like, you know, just shots sort of, yeah, coming out of nowhere. And I don't know. I haven't played a big game though, so I'm, I'm told like the real big games where you've got like five thousand people, just yeah, they're supposed to be sick. Yeah. Now they, I've seen a lot of video footage up, and they they do look like fun. Um, so, so over in Western Australia, is it sort of is Perth the only real paintball scene or it's not split up around you know I know the state of western australia is quite big you don't have like any other areas that that paintball is really happening i mean there are other fields around and they do like 
offer a range of mainly bush ball and you know punters and stuff like that but now if you want speed ball um there's only two locations in perth yeah okay well that's a that's a shame but uh is, is, is wasp still one of the fields yeah so wasp technically is both the fields oh, so okay. yeah technically um so yeah there's one in baldivis and another one in Carabooda. yeah okay so are they pretty close to the city or no no not at all yeah both like geez both at least 45 55 minutes from the city yeah okay oh that's that's no good so is there any events that you know if someone was to travel over to wa or was over there on a holiday and wanted to play some paintball what what sort of events would they be looking at at jumping in if they wanted to play speedball the main event that you'd be looking at now would be nxl um I hear MPS is going to be coming back at some stage. We're just not sure when. Um, but if you want to play paintball over here, 20s, it's going to be NXL. Yeah, okay. I did, yeah, I did see on Facebook that you were, you were on the field there playing. Yeah, it has a great day, actually. That um, was just throw together squad. Um, a couple of the guys have played paintball with like, for years and years. And uh, so we kind of like just walked on. <laughs> we didn't expect to beat STK, but we we fucking did, <laughs> right? We oh, went up did. on them two nil, and then we had a dirty hang. I was like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, <laughs> then we we ended up uh, tying it back up at two all, but fuck man, it was done. It was done, and then Shorty had a hit just underneath his arm. Yeah. I, I'm like, oh, you dick! When did that happen? He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how you don't know that. You shot me up here, you fucking idiot. Yeah, that's uh, oh, it's a pretty pretty bad way to lose. Mate, I was devastated. I was like, because <laughs> there was no way on paper we should have had STK, and we just we ran through them like fast, like real fast. We just shoved it down their throats. But yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> we you, ended up seeing. Yeah. Snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Oh, you're day. not wrong. Um, <laughs> we we did end up meeting them again in the final, where they just two owed us real quick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. So that was your, yeah. that was your chance. That was our chance. Yeah, <laughs> that was our chance. But um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're a really tough team. They they obviously might have taken us a little bit lightly when we first walked on the field. Maybe not given us the the respect that we needed and. You know, we made them pay, but yeah, definitely the second time around, kicked shit out of us. Yeah, I saw in the photos there's a giant castle or something behind the field. It looks right, looks pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. So they they run a lot of laser tag and stuff. You can kind of oh, run okay. up on the roof and yeah, it's yeah, great right. view from up there though. Like you want to watch paintball, that's that's where you want to watch from. Yeah, all right. Got to got to get a live stream happening. You're <laughs> mate yeah we do yeah. that'd be that'd be sick i would not know who to talk to about that it's uh well I, just uh the last episode we had uh wimpy from south australia on and he was he was telling us all about their live stream so he might be someone to, to chat to that they sound like they're doing it on a bit of a shoestring budget and making it work everything's um everything's live stream these days yeah it's too easy. So, how's the rest of the season looking for Crisis? Have you, you know, you said you yeah. had those few hiccups. Have you guys sort of had a chance to have a chat about about what's going on? Yeah, I mean, we've 
we have had a little bit of a chat, but I'm actually heading over there on Wednesday. So we'll be having a training session with the guys then. And we'll go into like a full debrief on, you know, what the plan is moving forward. Um, yeah, we we've, obviously we're still keen on like getting out there and giving everyone, a, you know, some tough matches. But there's, yeah, there's just a few things we need to sort out first. Yeah, okay. So, so you're over here. Is that for work or are you flying over just to, just to um, play? No, I've got the reunion for Survivor. Is, oh, okay. Um, being filmed this weekend. Oh, cool. Oh, next one. Yeah, this weekend. There you go. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm starstruck. I've got a, got a Survivor on the on the line. It's amazing. <laughs> and an American gla- uh, Australian Gladiator. Was... Uh, I know, man. <laughs> I'm just like one of these reality show TV sluts. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, just paintball in your spare time. And just paintball in my spare time, bro. So, well, while we're on the subject, I've always been meaning to ask, the name Hunter, did, did you get given that by the, the show or did did you come up with it? No, no, they, they gave it to us. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, cool. How, how did how did, how did did the Gladiator thing work? Was that something that you applied for? Or, or? Yeah, so that's the same as the Survivor gig, man. Just applied yeah. for it. And, fuck, man. The fitness was just so tough. Like, we rocked up. There's just hordes of people in this gym, right? And... Um, the first thing, we, they split us up into groups of about 50 or 60, 100 burpees, go. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, there was it was pretty tough from there. Um, had some combat and a few other things. And then, yeah, did like a couple of interviews and shit. And then they're like, yeah, cool. Come, come to Sydney and then we'll shortlist you there. And went out there and competed against another like – 14 dudes and then yeah, managed to score the gig oh wow that's that's crazy because that's I, I do remember the very first time i ever met you someone said oh that guy's that guy's a gladiator his name's hunter and then i had to google it and, and like, oh okay yeah there, there we go <laughs> yeah it's a bit old school now 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 it's more all it's all about survival now yeah yeah moving to the new school so well speaking of you know being gladiator keeping fit and and stuff like that how do you sort of see, you know, fitness working into into paintball? Is there any sort of, um, it's obviously got room for it, uh, and the sports the sports moving that way. You know, it's gone from the days of of uh, drinking a carton of beer as, you know, the night before a, an event. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any sort of uh, pointers maybe that you could give out to uh, to the people about what what they should be looking for if they want to keep paintball fit? Man. Paintball, you're right, has just taken such a shift into the fitness side of it now. And it's really important to, you know, have a really strong fit team because you just see the difference between a team that's got the legs, a team that doesn't, especially like, you know, that first round when we're playing in those sorts of conditions. Are just yeah, absolutely extra, terrible. Oh, extra five just, or ten kilos on your leg, each leg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it just gasses you so hard. Um so, yeah, I mean, you just don't really see those big fat back centers anymore, do you? That used to sit there and just dump paint. Um, everyone needs to be athletic because the way the game's evolved, you need to be able to play, you know, anywhere from that back center and be able to fill out those spots. So you need to be athletic there as well. Um, for, I suppose, anyone that's wanting to get more paintball fit, the things you need to focus on is, like, your plyometric movement. So things like box jumps and... Um, uh, play lunges, those kinds of things, um, plyometric squats, anything like that jumping and bounding movement, that's just going to help 
increase fast twitch muscle fibers and that's what you need for speed um the other thing is i'd work on your core a lot uh with paintball okay. with paintball you know we've got a lot of holding a kind of um isometric contraction with the upper body you've got you know you're trying to hold that nice and tight and then snapping in and out and unless you've got good core strength and stability your snapshots are going to be poor um your accuracy is going to is going to suffer and you know finally you you're just going to end up gassing out really quickly you're not going to be able to do it for long um so it's really important i think that we get more of these guys like just focusing on core stability as well yeah well definitely you see more and more events these days going to the third day uh so you know just that extra day of play just getting up putting the gear on and and going out there in the in the mud or the dirt or whatever it is it just you just need that uh you know that yeah extra strength to be able to make it through yeah and i don't you you can see where the americans are at that next level because those guys won't sit a point they'll play every single point every single match you know and they'll do it for all all weekend um so i think we're starting to get there in australia but we've still got a long way to go yeah it's, it's it's definitely the beginnings like i remember when i was playing that was just was wasn't something that you a guy might go to the gym, but it was for more for vanity reasons, really, than than to try and get good at paintball. But you yeah. see it creeping more and more into into teams, and uh, yeah, I think it's showing results. And you've got like really great leaders in in that space at the moment, like Greg Sewers, um, you know, amazing for kind of bridging the gap between fitness and paintball. Yeah, okay, that's I'll, I'll have to check that out. I haven't really followed him a, a whole lot. Oh, yeah, Greg's stuff is great, you know, because also he works – at the moment, he's working on a lot of um, kind of like reaction time. So he's he's got these like little lights that he sets up that blink and he's got to go tag it. And so whilst he's yeah. working on his fitness, he's also working on his reaction speeds. Um, yeah, he's really clever. If you want, you want to follow someone who's really kind of bridging that gap, you've got to go – yeah, got to go follow his stuff. Yeah, no, awesome. I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Was it? Yeah, the only real fitness I remember from when I was playing was, you know, guys like Scott Kemp that were just bulking, and you just saw them go from these these, you know, no, normal sort of size guys to giants, and then they just couldn't. Uh, you just saw them get shot a lot because they just couldn't yeah. hide behind bunkers. They they weren't quite sure of how big their body was. So it's good yeah. to see guys are finally uh, working more on that explosive speed and, and like you said that that fast twitch. Yeah, it's hundred percent to see. Um, so. What's, uh, uh, hang on one sec, let me, uh, gather myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. Any, uh, is there any sponsors that you wanted to, to shout out to, uh, that, you know, help, help the Perth crisis boys get on the field? Yeah. So we're all shooting the Luxex. So, um, yeah, they've been really great to us. Tim Montressor is just an absolute legend. Um, Gladiator and they've just been sorting us out with, you know, whatever we need, bottles, regs, the, the lot, they've just been so amazing for us. And their product is really sick. Like, we – I'm sure they've got a great support, but I've never needed it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, Lend me uh, – Lend me, they've, they've been great with helping with finances, and, you know, they're a huge contributor of getting Marcelo over. So, um, you know, obviously without them, they'd – It'd be really difficult to do what we do. Um, 
HK Army, we've been with those guys for like, oh, I don't know, six years now. And they've just been great to work with. Um, their products look amazing. You know, the, the, the reason why they're probably the biggest seller here in, here in Australia. So they're just wicked products. Yeah, um, they are. They took the took the industry by storm, and they they really did, man. Hey, and what I love about the guys is that they're just you know what you see is what you get. They're just you know ballers and hustlers, and yeah, yeah. I love all love all the shit to do with HK, man. Those guys are great. Yeah, I saw you rocking um, the HK uh, jog or uh, track pants or whatever they called on uh on uh yes, Survivor. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> nah, man. No, they deserve to have that kind of recognition. Like the just awesome products, and I love those guys. Um, who else have we got? I think that's it. <laughs> I'll be, oh, no, obviously, you know, Mike and the guys down at Action Paintball, like, you know, what they do for my team is huge. They always help us out and getting us over there, and um, he's been a huge supporter of Perth Crisis since, like, day dot. Um, those guys, paintballshop.com, and oh, I think that's it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's always, you know, it's it's just really good seeing uh, teams that make the effort to travel. I know, uh, yeah, the current form of the team, not the guys aren't traveling as far as, as you you all were in the past, but it's, uh, yeah, it's just really cool to see, you know, the, the commitment that, that teams like you show and um, to, the, to the brand and everything. It's cool to see you guys come over. Well, I mean, last year we had people flying in from Canada and, you know, America, like, yeah, it's just different all the time, but... Um... Yeah, I think I think this year should be all right, man. Hope we can just uh, yeah get focused, put in a bit of work over this weekend, and uh, come out swinging. So, you know, you brought up Marcelo coming over, and and uh, you know how big of a of a help he's been to the team. How 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 have you found? You know, he he's stuck with you guys for quite a while. How's uh how's it been working with Marcelo? Marcelo's great. Um, you know, obviously he's one of the best players in the world. Um. Yeah, he's he does all our you know all our strategy. He does, he's you know obviously a massive leader. So he's been great to have on board. You know we've all learnt so much, and um, we wouldn't have had the success we've had as Crisis without him. There is no way. So when he's on the team, does he sort of come in as a as a leadership role, like taking over, or or does he just fit in as one of the like one of the players? Um, I suppose a little bit of both would be the best way to explain that. Um, he's, he is super grounded, man. He's definitely one of the boys and, you know, obviously he's been part of the team for such a long time. He's, he's just a bro like, like all the others, but also when he gets in here, he does assume that leadership position because he's the one that's calling the lines. He's the one that's calling the plays. So straight up, you've got to just, you know, pay attention, focus. If you make a mistake, the roster's deep, man, you'll, be on the bench and someone else has got your spot so he that's how he runs it yeah it's it's uh you know you can see sometimes if if someone stuffs up it's marcel is like a good dad I, i've noticed he you know he, he won't get angry at you he just gets disappointed <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a good way uh that actually no that's not accurate at all no he gets angry at you <laughs> uh, maybe just from up in the booth he does maybe he waits till, yeah. till you guys are in the car park <laughs> Oh shit. So uh, Zach, if anyone you know out there wants to to check out what you're up to and what Crisis is uh, up to, where can they find you? Yeah, cool. So we've got our Insta page, just Perth Crisis at Perth Crisis. You can check that out. Same with our Facebook page, 
Yeah. Just at Perth Crisis, you'll find us. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. And what about yourself? Is uh, is a, a you know a survivor fan uh, page? Or yeah. uh, I stay off the fan pages, bro. <laughs> Get me near them. <laughs> Fuck that. No, if you wanna if you wanna come follow my shit, um, it's just Zach Kaczerski. Go my Insta. Was where I'm mainly active. Yeah. Oh, too easy. Uh, and so next question, something we're asking all our guests when we get on the show. Is there someone that you recommend to jump on the show? Maybe someone from your neck of the woods that yeah that you think everyone might hear from. Dan Woods. Remember chat's Dan Woods. Definitely. I'll uh. I'll add him to the list. He's uh, he's been around it for a long time. He's uh, he's done some amazing things in the in the sport. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. one of the best players in the country, hands down. Uh, thanks for that. I'll I'll definitely add him to the to the short list. So hopefully you get to hear from him. Excellent. Uh, very soon. Awesome. So well, that's about uh, all we have time for. So is there something maybe that you don't get asked too much that maybe you think people out there might like to hear about you. Something that makes you something surprising that that uh, might everyone might not know about you. Far out, man. Like I live in the public eye nowadays. <laughs> so everyone knows freaking everything. Um, oh man, I hate coriander. There you go. And you pineapple. Go. Don't don't put pineapple on my freaking pizza. I hate that shit. I hate it. So, so I know exactly what at the next round of Super Sevens you'll be getting ordered at the at the bar. People will be sending over orders of coriander pineapple. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you guys are. Crisis have any other plans to play anything besides the NX, uh, besides Super Sevens? Like, are you guys no, going to no. jump into anything that... else or just focusing on the one? No, that's all we're focusing on right now. Um, it's just, it's too difficult to have too many things going on at once, man. Like if you really want to do something right, you just got to stay focused. And that's just where all my efforts are right now is just winning Super Sevens. Well, that's it. It's, it's, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the rest of the year and seeing what, what you guys can, can work out. Uh, yeah, I hope, hope your practice goes well on, on Wednesday and next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I get in Wednesday, but yeah, thank you. So is Chris Austin still on, still with you boys as well? Yes, sir. Chris Austin's still yeah. on. Yep. Um, yeah, all the guys, all the same guys. Uh, you won't be seeing Jack anymore though. Okay. Oh, he's uh, uh, jumped ship or gone to someone else or he's just not. Uh, not Jack. No. No, no, no. He's um, just going to like focus on local events. Yep. Oh, that's cool. It was. It was. You know, it was a cool thing to see him uh, come out right at the the time when the laws changed and everything. And yeah, cool seeing it, seeing young guns. It's it's good to see what the future of the the sport holds. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He's got a lot of potential, that kid. Um, he just needs to keep on working, and uh, I'm sure you'll see him back up on the pro pro field, you know, real soon. Yeah, no, it's uh exciting to see, and yeah, like I said, definitely exciting to to see what Perth Crisis has in store for for us for the rest of the season. So. Well, thanks for giving up your time, uh, Zach, and thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks, Scotty. Thanks, man. All right. No worries. I'll, uh, I'll see you soon. All right. Gotcha. Thanks once again to Zach for sitting down and taking the time to join me on the podcast. And also a big thanks to everybody for tuning in. 
So as you might have seen on social media, Zach had another reason for coming over to Sydney. It wasn't just to, to spend time with the other crisis boys. He did propose to his uh, girlfriend, Katie. So a big congratulations to those two and uh, hope a very long and prosperous life together. So again, once again, once again, I'd just really like to say thank you to everyone for tuning in and checking this show out. It means quite a lot to me. Join us next time on Down Under Paintball.